Welcome to Dollars and Cents, creating your fulfilled life with Nicole Romito from Private Vista. In this podcast, we draw from years of experience as well as guest specialists to help you create the life you imagine. Join us in this journey as we enlighten and empower you to align your lifestyle to help you achieve your goals with a clear picture of your future. Now, let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents with your host, Nicole Romito. Nicole, it is so good to be back with you. How are you? I'm doing wonderful today, Eric. How are you? I am fantastic. It is uh, it is a wonderful, beautiful day outside. I am inside, which has air conditioning, so I'm very happy about that. But we're going to be talking about something that I'm very excited about. Uh, we're talking about what it looks like to onboard a client. When somebody has gone through the steps, made contact with you guys, you guys, we, we spoke about that on the last podcast, where you walk through the, the initial meetings where you guys are talking about goals, hopes, and dreams and to see if it's a right fit. And now they've decided it is a right fit. We want to move forward. What does it look like to become a client? Yes, great. I'm super excited to talk about this topic today because it's really exciting to to meet a new client. And uh, it's a huge compliment to be chosen to be their sounding board and trusted advisor. So we, each of us at Private Vista get very excited when we are working with new clients. Perfect. Can you give us just a quick snapshot of what we spoke about in the last podcast in case somebody's just tuning in, kind of just a, a 30,000 foot view of what it looks like to get that process started before they sign on the dotted line? Sure. So the the very first contact would be an initial conversation with one of our advisors. Um, it's anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes. It's complimentary. So there's no obligations. And we really look at it as a getting to know you conversation. And that's from both sides, Eric. So the prospective client is getting a chance to learn more about Private Vista and the particular advisor they're talking with. And then the advisors are getting a feel for the prospective client so that together it can be determined if it's the right fit for everyone at the table. Perfect. So that could be one, two, three conversations where, again, um, we're just getting to know you, very high level financially. And then if we feel that's a good fit, then we'll have a couple other meetings where we're really going to do a deeper dive and start asking for more detailed financial information. All right. Well, now I'm signing up. I'm a client. Where do we go from here? Yes. So where we'll go from there is we'll have our, we've had the detailed, what we call our data gathering meeting. And of course, we look at the statements and the dollars and cents, but the bulk of that meeting is getting to know you. What are you excited about? What might you be concerned or a little afraid of? What goals do you have defined for you, your family, the organizations you support? We're really trying to get into the psychology of how you got to where you are today. And was it by design? Was it by happenstance? Oftentimes, it's a little bit of both. And the reason we want to do that is we can do, you know, we're very good at running the software and doing the projections of, you know, if you save this every month or every year, you'll have that by the desired goal, desired date. So, 
what we'll want to do is, of course, we need to understand the dollars and cents, pun intended, with our title, but we really understand your why. So if we are trying to build and help you create your private vista, we need to understand the psychology of how you made decisions and what we can do to help you stay the course, assuming there's not a valid reason to change it. Okay. So tell me about more about that course. How do you figure that out? Yes. So what we will do is by having our meetings after we have all the data and more insights of how you think, we're going to take about maybe four, maybe six weeks. A lot of it depends on scheduling, mm-hmm. um, but we want to make sure we're doing a thorough job. But part of our process will be, we'll actually start to build your initial plan, your financial plan. And then we will pull together a little wider circle of advisors. And we have all levels of experience in what we call our design session. Mm. So of course, everything is still confidential within private Vista. We're not pulling in anyone from the outside. But the reason we do that, Eric, is we really do believe that two heads are better than one. And we like to have advisors with either different backgrounds involved or where they're at different parts of their career, because then everyone's looking at it through a little bit of a different lens. And we find that really helps create a more robust and well thought out, complete initial financial plan. I've never heard that before. Uh, honestly, I have, I've never heard of an office doing that. Be- and, and I find it fascinating because I agree 100%. Somebody who is in their early sixties is going to look at something differently than somebody's that's in their thirties. Somebody that has had children is going to look at something that, you know, differently than somebody who hasn't, or, you know, somebody who has a certain level of education versus somebody who hasn't it. I love that. I think that that is a, a, a huge benefit to what your team does. Great. Yeah. Glad I, to hear that. Yeah. That's just, I just blows my mind. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, well, that's, that's utilizing the entire team. So that, that's fantastic. So once you've looked at that and once you've kind of come up with this plan, I'm assuming that there, there's just obviously all these different factors, what your, the client's age is, what their goals are. If they're planning to retire, some people have, I've heard many people say, you know what, I'm never going to retire. I love what I do. I'm sure that's all playing into it. What other kind of things play into your overall planning? Absolutely. Um, We'll also want to look at legacy planning, whether they have certain goals or amounts of money they want to leave for the future generation of the family and or oftentimes charitable organizations or their alma mater, things like that, that they want to benefit most of our clients are they're going to be they're going to be just fine for their life expectancy or their lifespan if you will mm-hmm. um you know we work with them to make sure they stay that way but so they're thinking much longer than their lifespan so they want to make sure that their money is working not only for them but that they are building it and being a good steward of their wealth for for the ongoing family generations, or again, those organizations they support. 
will also work with their other advisors to ensure that there's a coordinated strategy. So whether it's from the legal perspective and we're reviewing their beneficiary designations or ensuring that their estate planning documents, wills, trusts, powers of attorneys, et cetera, that those are up to date, both from the current law and that's going to be at a federal level and the state that they reside in level. And then, of course, many people want to, you know, make sure they're paying their fair share of taxes. And so that's why we'll want to talk with their CPA to seek to coordinate strategies to make sure they're keeping as much of their hard earned money in their pocket versus the IRS. Yeah. I don't know why they call him Uncle Sam because it's, it's not family. I'm telling you <laughs> See, right it's now. It's not a relative anyone yeah. really uh, invites over that often or exactly. invites over. So. Always takes all the potato salad and just leaves. It's just exactly. Not... Okay. Well, I mean, that, that sounds fantastic. But I, I want to get back into more of the relational side yes. here yes. because obviously there's, there's communication back and forth. And so my first question, I'm going to give you a couple at once. So I'll, I'll remind you if I, if I need to. But Okay. How often are you having communication with clients? That's my first question. And then I'd like to know kind of beyond that, when do you reach out to them in, in, a, in cases of certain events? And when do you want your clients reaching out to you? Okay. Well, let's take it back to, I would like to kind of step back to the beginning of if you know, you're know you a new client, so you're in your first year of your relationship with Private Vista. Uh, we talked about how we build the initial plan. After that design session or design review session, the two advisors who are the primary contacts for the clients, they're going to sit down, we're going to sit down with the client and we're going to show the initial plan. And I keep saying initial plan because a couple of things, you know, we're going to build what we call their base case based on what we discussed in our prior conversations. And then depending on how it's matching up to where they are and what they're trying to do, we're going to build some alternative scenarios or alternative cases, because it could be sometimes that they need to work a little longer than they had hoped to, or you know, we'll look at the spending levels or their charitable inclinations and things like that. And then we'll also, we oftentimes can show scenarios that will improve on what they were hoping to do. So we'll build a few of those ahead of time, but with one of our software tools, it's interactive, Eric. So we're actually sharing the screen. Hopefully we're in person with them, but of course, with the power of Zoom, that's not a requirement. And we do have clients all over the United States. But even if we're on Zoom, they're looking at the screen. And oftentimes we can do an update and show them the outcome during the meeting. So what if I work one more year? Okay, we can can bump that out. And here's the impact to your projected likelihood of success. So during that meeting, we, we of course, have done a lot of prep work. And one of the things our clients value ab about us, especially our longer term clients, is we know the questions they're going to ask, or we know what's going to cause them to be excited or maybe a little more concerned or hesitant. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't tell you how many times in the meeting the client will say, hey, what about this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I ran that. Let me switch to that screen. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it's like you're in my head. <laughs> so 
We don't, of course, have that out of the gate. It takes time to build that. So in that first year of the relationship, we'll have that meeting and we're sharing a lot of information. So what we'll suggest is we'll send a copy of the plan to the client or clients and um, we'll we'll let them know, hey, Eric, we covered a lot of information today. We most likely suggested some ideas that you probably never even thought of or may not have thought mm-hmm. of how they could apply to you. So one of the things we'll say is, hey, what we'd like to suggest is here is a gift card to go to dinner on us so that you can take a break from life. Because what we have found is as soon as they leave the meeting, life comes back at you and whatever that may be, personal, business, the world. So we like to suggest they set up a time to have dinner Uh, together so that they can talk about it. We have a discussion guide that we've created to help facilitate the conversation, even though we're not there. That's awesome. Yeah. And then what we'll do is we will check in. We usually have another meeting set up after that, and it's a check-in. So, okay, are there any other scenarios you'd like us to run? Did you select one of the scenarios to say, here's what we'd like to choose as what we're working towards? And then from that meeting, we will have all the list of to-dos and together with the client, we're going to prioritize that because we understand if there's, even if there's only three or five things on the to-do list, mm-hmm. all of them aren't of equal importance. And we again, don't want to overwhelm anyone. So we're going to have what we call our implementation list. And this is a big value add, Eric, is we're going to be working the list and we're going to be checking in on you. So there could be things that if I'm the advisor, you know, myself and my co-advisor, maybe we need to call the CPA or maybe we need to research something and it could be our to-do or it could be a to-do for the client where they need to send us, you know, the details around their stock option plan. And we'll set who's going to do it. And then we always set by when, right? Because as humans, we all do better with deadlines. Oh, yeah. And that's what we're going to work on that first year is making sure we're actually implementing the plan because the plan is only good if you're actually implementing it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. All right. So beyond that first year, then, then how often are you meeting with your clients? Yeah, that's a great, great question. And it is going to depend on two main things. One, it's going to depend on the client. And then it's also going to kind of depend on what's going on in the world around us. Mm. So depending on their the complexity of their situation and you know the number of moving parts and the number of things that we're working on, it could be quarterly for some clients. Usually in the second year, we're, we're meeting, I would say, anywhere from probably two, two to four times. And again, because we're still wanting to make sure working that to-do list, we're going to update the plan because if we are making all these changes, we want to update the plan based on you know current investment values, current income values, mm-hmm. did your spending change, things like that, just to make sure, again, that blueprint is still um, up to date. And then ongoing, I would say years three, you know, through ongoing, uh, I've been in this business 30 years. So I have clients that I've been working with, you know, 
30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to depend. Some clients will say, you know what? Because um, we proactively watch what's going on in the world, whether there's changes to the laws, new solutions coming on, obviously the markets fluctuate. So part of our value add is we're proactive. So we're watching what's going on with you, even though we may not be calling you or meeting with you, but we're going to evaluate, oh, they just changed, you know, how the estate tax laws are working. So each of us will look through our roster of clients and determine who does this impact and, you know, who, and then prioritize who do we meet with first? Are we pulling in the estate planning attorney? So we're continually on our end doing our work, which sometimes is behind the scenes. And then, of course, we're always available to the clients and we always tell the clients, please call us. There are no dumb questions. You are never a bother. Again, long-term clients, especially during markets like this, they'll call us. Do you think we need to make changes? Are we okay? Are you worried? A lot of times the longer term clients will say, I know what you're going to say, but I just need to hear it again. Right? So we're, you know, we're kind of their steadying force during times of volatility. So again, it, it could vary based on that. We at a minimum want to have a pretty like full in-depth meeting once a year with every client. And again, that's on the minimum end of it. Yeah. Well, you answered that incredibly thoroughly because I was part of my that next question about when you reach out to your clients and by monitoring everything and watching everything and reassessing, you've answered that. So now I, just that last part of the question I had was, when do you want clients reaching out to you? And, and I'll just give you an example. Sure. Um, I'm assuming life events, right? So life events happen and, and it can change the traje- trajectory of a plan, for instance, my retirement plan was pretty on point, Nicole. I'll be honest. I've done a pretty okay job. And then I had grandkids and my wife lost her mind. She went bananas, right? <laughs> Spoiling the grandkids. <laughs> we, oh, we take them on trips now. And I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but wow, that really impacted my retirement. <laughs> so <laughs> They're expensive. <laughs> they're expensive little things. So what kind of a life events do you want your clients reaching out to keep you updated because I mean, it's not like you're stalking them on social media all the time and you know right. what's going on. They've got to have some participation in this to be able to tell you things, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a great point, Eric. So yes, if there is a life event, getting married, getting divorced, getting remarried, your spouse died, big promotion at work, mm-hmm. Oftentimes, and we're seeing this, especially since the pandemic, people are leaving the rat race job, if you will, and they're starting their own their own business or their own side hustle or gig, if you will. I'm probably mm-hmm. messing up all that vernacular, no, but no, that's, that's perfect. That's, that's how I know them at least. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, it could be something work related. It could also, on the personal side, I've highlighted a few. The other conversations we'll have as well is, you know, what are, you know, you mentioned the grandkids. We oftentimes will say, well, our children are, you know, they've graduated college, they're working, they're successful, they're getting ready to buy their first house. Either we want to help them and can we? So to your point, but then it's also having that philosophical question about what's the best way to do so. Most of our clients are saying they want to pass on maybe some level of wealth, but even more importantly, are their money values or their money philosophy? 
So they'll say, yeah, we want to help the kids out, but we also want to make sure they have skin in the game or we want to make sure we're structuring it so they're still building their credit or any number of ways. So we'll help them evaluate not only like should they get a mortgage, but does it make sense for you to be the bank or should they go to a traditional lender so they can build their credit? How much should they put down? So that could be life events within the family. We talked about personal, the kids, business. Those are some of the ones that- purchases? Like a a vacation property or maybe even a car. I mean, are those the types of things that we should be calling in and saying, hey, look, I'd like to purchase a new car. How's the best way to do that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because again, even if you have the cash to be able to do a cash purchase, sometimes the better financial choice is to take a loan out or use, you know, other people's money, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because if 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 you have good credit and you're getting something at zero percent interest, right? There's nothing wrong with making payments because then that money kind of stays in those accounts to grow, right? I'm assuming that's absolutely yes. Right. Well, that's fantastic. All right. Well, I mean, you've covered this really, really well. Is there anything else that people need to know that, you know, once they become a client, you've described it beautifully. What else do we need to know? I would say we're here for any and all questions. We may not be the person who can answer it or have the, you know, designations or uh, education and experience to help implement it. But between all the people in our firm, it's highly likely that we either know one of our colleagues might be the right person or within our professional circle or our network, we'll know someone that we can reach out to to do an introduction or do some of the legwork for you. So we always say, you know, call us about anything. It might not have anything to do with finances, but we have a a very wide array of other professionals that we know. And again, it all comes back to if we can save you time and money by introducing you to the right person, uh, happy to do so. Perfect. Well, how do people get a hold of you? And uh, let's give them some contact information so they can they can start sure. the process. That'd be great. So uh, two options. You can call us at 312-831-4370. 312-831-4370. Most likely you'll be connected with either Lorraine Arrays or Sue Bolt, or you can go to our website at www.myprivatevista.com. That's myprivatevista.com. And on our homepage near the upper right-hand side, you'll see a contact us button, and then you can enter your information there. And one of us will reach out to you shortly. Fantastic. Nicole, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Eric. You bet. And our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Dollars and Cents podcast with Nicole Romito. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe down button below. This way, when Nicole comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this actually helps others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Private Vista, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. Thank you for listening to the Dollars and Cents, Creating Your Fulfilled Life with Nicole Romito, sponsored by Private Vista. Visit our website at www.myprivatevista.com or give us a call at 312-831-4370. 
And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Private Vista is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is neither indicative nor a guarantee of future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data or other information referenced herein is from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Private Vista and Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates make no representations or warranties expressed or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the information or for statements or errors or omissions, or results obtained from the use of this information. Private Vista and Hightower Advisors, LLC, assume no liability for action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced. Such data and other information are subject to changes without notice. This was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates.